0: Come
1: on! Are ready? Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Do you feel
0: like you're a good parallel Parker? Yeah,
1: I took driver's ed when I was in high school, so...
2: yeah. I'm going to give you the same noise you just gave me.
0: You said you're a better <laughs> parallel Parker than you are Parker. That is an absurd statement. Do you think that you're a better parallel Parker than Audrey? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I would take the handicap stall regardless. For sure. That's the first-class crap. True, but I always worry if somebody else rolls in position. Has somebody ever ro- literally rolled in? <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: Dave, Dave, Dave and Mahoney.
0: Don't get contacts and lose the glasses because you'll look dumb-er. I look dumber take without. The you look off much real quick. smarter. So you look uh, like a guy who might be like a professional something. You look like you could be a professor <laughs> of sorts. Yeah, Do you, you, you look take like you the know a off. a thing or two. You take them off. Yeah,
2: Idiot. total <laughs> <seven>. <laughs> All
1: right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney.
0: Hello friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? So we know that the Stanley Cup craze has gone crazy, and no, I'm not talking about hockey. I'm talking about all of the cups that you see the influencers carrying We're around just the gym. It's so simple. You know, it it really does surprise me how things become a thing in like the Twenty and thirty year old woman range. Like how did Stanley Cups become Stanley Cups? The, the, Influencers. The, 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 yeah. the, you mean the coffee container that our grand every grandfather in America had going to work? Like when they were building the Empire State Building yeah. and now. Those were Stanley's. They're That's back. What, yeah what? For but whatever your, reason. Your
2: grandpa put spaghetti in that,
0: by the yeah. way. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. Versatile. It's for like, sure. you know, could have my luncheon here. Yeah. Might have a gigantic beverage. Could be coffee. Maybe it's whiskey. I might fall off the Empire's name. Or maybe goal. it's all three together. Could be all the spaghetti, whiskey, coffee. Yep. Yep. Oh. What, a, what a breakfast. <laughs> just sc- start drinking it first thing in the morning. You'll get through We didn't need OSHA back then. OSHA. <laughs> OSHA. Well, a, a woman decided that she wanted to get in on the Stanley Cup craze as well. Only she didn't have the money to just buy all... 65 Stanley tumblers that she wanted to get in Sacramento, so this 23-year-old woman decided that she was going to steal them. Man. How many trips you gotta crazy. make? Because I feel like you could maybe hold six at a time if you got three in each hand. I was thinking that. Like, What an inconvenient thing to steal because not like only 10 trips. are they big, but they're also, they clank together because yeah. they're metal cups. There's no, there's no shoving that down your pants and walking out uh, uh, unsuspecting-like. Also, it's got to be real embarrassing to be the chick that gets busted stealing all the Stanley Cups. Like, Like, you nerd. seriously,
2: I hate to call her this, but that's such a loser move. It is. It's a cup.
0: It's a cup. And I
2: feel like that's... We need to have some self-reflection here at the world. Like, mm -hmm. this is what we're... This is what we have... We come to where we have put such a high value on a cup with a with a brand on it. We're such
0: brand sluts. We are, and this woman didn't really do it that well. So the Roseville Police Department got a call about this woman who was obviously stealing all of these sixty five Stanley Cups. She was just walking out of the store without paying for them.
2: Do we know what store it was? It
0: didn't say what store. It just said that they they called the cops. This woman refused to stop, continued loading all the stolen cups. So, like, the employees are right there, like... What are you doing? Right. Like, you're stealing, and she's just like, nope, and just, like, keeps loading them into the car. Well, isn't that a felony?
2: Oh, that much money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I they mean,
2: probably are waiting for her to go ahead. I mean, I know we've talked about Target doing this. Is kind of why I was wondering whether or not this was what store this was. But a lot of stores nowadays, they can't really do anything for minor theft charges, right? So they wait to, for you to start racking up the amount so that they could slap you with the fel- felony charges. She, and they've got video proof of you doing it. So there's no denying you're going to catch that charge.
0: Charges of grand theft. Mm-hmm. So $2,500 worth. You're over that threshold. Officers pulled her over, found the 65 Stanley Cups in her car, straight to jail.
2: You're going to jail for
0: cops, you straight idiot. Straight to jail, no trial. Uh, some good news today as well. All the treats for this good boy. A dog helped to rescue a Michigan man who fell through the ice into the lake. Ooh, that's scary. Damn. A 65-year-old man in Traverse City fell through the ice at the lake in East Bay Township and they're saying that uh, there was a dog named Ruby who was on the ice with him, and she started to freak out. Uh, there was uh, some some calls of distress from the dog, alerted other people. The man who spent 16 minutes in the water until oh. the firefighters were able to arrive said the only reason that he survived was because of this dog freaking out and going and getting the neighbors like it was Lassie. And, uh, bro, just get off the lakes, man. At this point, yeah. you fall through once, don't ever go back. For sure. You no. had your shot. Yeah. 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 You trusted the ice. The ice betrayed you. Fool me once, right? Mm hmm. Fool me ice. <laughs> then what, Dave? Yeah. No, I mean, it's, like, it's fool me, instead of fool me twice, it's fool me ice. Yeah, but then, then what? Oh, shame on me. Uh huh. Shave on me. Shave on me? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, like shaved ice. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, okay. <laughs> or you could just, you know, That's shave my body, too. He's telling us about his kinks again. Yeah. Okay, let's get started.
1: <laughs> it's the Dave and Mahoney Show.
0: Mahoney, when you were a young man, did you ever think about having a job like a fireman or a cop or a doctor, or something like that where, you know, it's kind of like public service, you're helping others? No, I mean, the only other job, that, like the two jobs that I ever thought I would have outside of wanting to do radio, I thought I might, you know, work in computers at some point when I was real young, uh-huh. you know, and then I realized the math component on that's mm-hmm. a little tough. A little tricky. And then I thought, you know, uh, I'll probably, I'm will probably i pretty good at uh, presenting and talking, so maybe I should be a lawyer, and then I realized that's like way too much school, so uh, that went out the window as well. And Landed on this. So no, nothing that ever would uh, you help others. It was always no, just about just yourself. No, just make, make yeah, a whole bunch of yeah, money and be fair. awesome. Audio, what about you? What? No, God, no. I mean, I I always wanted to be a cop when I was a kid, which I don't know if that checks out or not. Yeah,
2: I mean, I wanted to be a vet, but I mean, that was when I was eight, and then I grew up and realized, like, that's the saddest job ever. Same for being a
0: cop. I know. It's like the cops have You get called for
2: more domestic violence things than you do, like, rescuing kittens out of trees, and that's also the fire department.
0: And that's also part of kind of where this story is going, is that, like, cops have- such a crazy job. Like, you're sitting there just driving around doing your thing and then you get a call and it could be anything. Could be two people fighting, like you said, a domestic thing. It could be a raccoon in a chimney. Or in the case of this cop in New Jersey, you might get a call to just deliver a baby on the side of the road. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh. I mean, you never really know what's going to happen. You could show up and people could be like, oh, my God, I'm so happy you're here. Help me deliver this baby. Or they might be shooting at you. Right. Or both. Or they're delivering a baby and, yeah, shooting at you. The the baby could have a gun. You don't know. It's America. Yeah. (laughs) So a healthy baby (laughs) girl was born on the side of the road in New Jersey. Jersey. It was during the winter storm that was going on, and this this police officer, his name is Christopher Boda, uh, he responded to a report of a woman in labor on the side of Route 15 uh, near the city, uh, the border of Jefferson. And upon arrival, he observed the baby's head crowning and assisted Ew. in the you delivery. You didn't have to say
2: all that. They didn't have to say all that. No, a- no, I feel
0: like... That's an important detail. Like, she had
2: her knees to chest, and the baby's head was just hello, popping on out. Here I am on the sidewalk.
0: I, f- I do feel like that's an important detail because it's not like, oh, okay. Let me give you an escort to the to the hospital. Yeah, now like, that, that's oh, coming down happening. the that's coming down the pipe. That's coming down the old chute.
2: Oh my god! They,
0: yeah, They say the uh, the they made sure that the umbilical cord was not wrapped around the baby's neck. The Sparta first aid squad arrived to transport the and sparta yeah this oh that's
2: is, badass yeah,
0: sparta sparta first aid squad and not just first aid first aid squad nice yeah uh the uh, m- mom and baby are healthy and doing well so what a kind of crazy story that is that the baby born on the side of the road during a winter storm when the mom and dad couldn't get to the hospital thank goodness the cop showed up but man what a wild job that is I hope
2: that the baby doesn't have, like, a full circle, full life moment where she, like, born on com- like born on the sidewalk and then, like, ends up, I don't know. Working like, the streets. Like, to work in the streets. Yeah, this, was, this, was,
0: this was meant to be my street. <laughs> <corner>. <laughs> or because of a snowstorm. They were trying to get to the hospital, people. <laughs> Audrey's like, she could be a hooker.
2: Or, or she could end up being, like, Elsa and then just oh, going yeah. like, winter storm. Yeah, she ends up with yeah. frozen powers. Yeah, she, she
0: kills everyone she loves.
1: <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Why is a broken escalator so much harder to walk up and down the regular stairs? <laughs> message
0: because the, the links are off. Is They're that what tiny. it is? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a different, it's, a, it's a different height. So When you're on an escalator and it is working, do you walk up it? Or do you just let it do its thing? Depends. Uh, I walk up it. You do? Yeah, even though I know... Technically, you're not supposed to. You're not? They're so dangerous. I've seen so many, like, live leak videos um, of escalator accidents. It makes you not want to get on. Them.
2: Uh, it really does. Like, my mom has a giant scar from where, like, in the 70s. She was wearing bell bottoms. that got caught. Oh, my in God, the, really? Yeah, in ah! the escalator. And, and escalators in the 70s, I don't really feel like they were, like, up to code. probably. No, <laughs> they they like, didn't the have mall, code for escalators. The, for real. Like, and, like, dogs sh- never put your dog your on an escalator. Getting, watching Ugh. a
0: shoe get caught in there. Means I mean, throw up. It's not great, man. Like, it's not not. What great. about the uh, the moving escalators at the airport? Do you always take those? No, because people don't know how to use those. I know it kind of drives me crazy. There's signs that are hanging They're like, right above it. Stand to the right. Yes. Walk, walk to, to the, the left, left, and then they just stand their fat ass right in the middle. I'll start. I love I'll, start, on I'll, start them. I'll start tailgating. I know you me do. Too. Oh yeah, I'll just get right behind them.
2: Honk, honk. You just yeah. <laughs> do
0: you honk at people? <laughs> yes, and I don't have any headlights, so I just start flashing them. Oh. Yeah, yeah, just to let them know you should move. <laughs> Assert your dominance. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: Please leave a message after the tone. Terroristic
0: threat. For all of you,
1: what do you think your best physical feature is? <laughs> message deleted. Hmm.
0: Boy, you way, way to walk into a room of people with body uh. dysmorphia. Yeah, No no idea, no answer here. Best physical feature? I mean, feature? my eyes are like uh, little blue ponds. In a in Tahiti, you got I'm,
2: good eyeballs. Thank you.
0: I'm I'm glad that you called them ponds because that's that's more accurate, you know. A
2: pond in Tahiti. Yeah. <laughs> not even like. The, it's not like the
0: ocean the or something crystal clear. Oceans not are even, salty. Not man. even like a pool. Uh, yeah, I mean, your eyes are salty. Yeah,
2: but ponds are just like s- kind of stagnant.
0: Not in not yeah. not in Tahiti. No, oh. no. Like like the ponds are beautiful, but they're a little sad, you know. <laughs> no, they're not. My ponds are happy. You got happy eyes. I got happy happy eyes. Do you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you make eye contact? I make eye contact. You're not making eye contact. I'm making plenty of eye contact. No, you're not. You're. I've got a. I've got a. I've got a. Are <laughs> looking a, off to the left. I've got. It. I've got a stupid giant key light right in my eyes. That's why I'm not looking directly at you. Uh huh. Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Dave, what would you say your best feature is? I'm tall. Okay. Height. Sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. Nothing to do with anything that I control whatsoever. Just you know, genetics. Mm. Yep. Yeah, tall. What about you?
2: Probably something I bought, like my lips or maybe like my boobs or I don't know. Like, I don't know. Uh, also, maybe my eyes. But I also can't look at people in their eyes for very long. It freaks me out. <laughs>
1: Please leave a message after the tone. Forgive me if I demonstrate my ignorance in, at any point in this conversation. But regarding nipples as the football star um, at the Bills game, um, I think nipples bring happiness to a lot of occasions and and should probably be less of a a fetish and more legal i think women should to show their nipples all the time i'm a big fan of nipples so go nipple take care guys love you guys show um for the most part. Message delivery. Depending on
0: the jurisdiction, <laughs> uh, women can be topless wherever they really want. <laughs> I had never <laughs> thought about how nipples bring joy to a lot of situations. For any occasion. And he's right. But like he's if you're, also, so wrong. But he's not. <laughs> yes, he is. I mean, Jason Kelsey, like he was talking about at the Jason Mills game, Kelsey shows out the bad from- I mean, your your significant other is hanging out. All of a sudden, busts a non, out the nipples. a
2: threatening like, nipple. Right. Yeah, yeah. You can't be a threatening nipple. You know what I mean? Like you can't like Do you be out here. With your nipples? You can't be out here and like freaky. Like if you're a non, like a salty nipple, then that's fine.
0: That's the, fine. Oh, for sure! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Like, you it, know what I mean? Yeah, there's 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 happy nipples and there's creepy nipples. There's There's, there, nipples. there's no in between. Yeah, It's yeah. either one.
1: But or I the
2: mean, other. there's a happy nipple. Yeah, everybody's happy. Around there's it. a happy nipple. It's a perfect occasion. Yeah.
1: You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show.
0: So, Andre, do you think that you could do this? Uh, a yogurt company is offering $10,000 for a one-month digital detox. So,
2: here's the thing. I don't ever endorse anything that I don't eat or like or enjoy. What's the yogurt company?
0: It's called Siggy's Dairy. Oh,
2: I gross. I don't know. Um, I could totally give up my phone for a month, and I think that we all know that about me. The one thing about me is that I'm never on my phone, you know, and I oh, think that yeah, it would no, be no. really easy for never. me to be able to do this. I had to ask
0: you to put your phone down so we could actually do this break right
2: now. We were literally just laughing about buttholes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's not true. Um, <laughs> but I mean, we that could be any time yes. at any moment during the show. <laughs>
2: that's actually just false information that you're uh, propagating about me. But, yeah, uh-huh. no, I think that $10,000 for a month is a really quick amount of time, especially if it's February.
0: But, I mean. So twenty nine days in February this year, so not that quick. But also, I mean, uh, could you actually give it up for a month? I'm not talking about like giving it up like social media. I'm talking about giving up your phone entirely for a month because I, uh, everything happens on your phone. I think the you're directions. booking a plane ticket. You're you're getting directions. You're, you're, I can live without a phone for a month. For I, it, I would do. It would take. It would cost me more than ten grand to do it. But I mean, if you would say. If you could give up the internet for a month, I was that would be that would be nice. that would be Would I
2: be able to use my iPad? I know that I'm creating all these different avenues here. Nothing but mobile
0: n- whatsoever. Nothing. You could let's say that you can use the internet on a desktop only, but nothing I Does
2: MapQuest still exist? You can print it out
0: does. you could print out directions off your desktop, sure. So
2: then maybe I mean like how do I get in touch with people? Am That's I allowed what to use I a mean, like, You know man. I've been big on a landline for a while now. Do I get to use my landline?
0: Yeah, but you don't have you, sure you have to write down all your phone numbers in your phone.
2: Gross. Yeah. A, I have a, to use like, like an old black book. Yeah. Oh no, no. Yeah. I think I could still. I think if I have all of the things to set me up for success uh leading into the month, like a landline and a laptop, uh, I think I'll be good.
0: They're saying the digital detox program, inspired by Dry January, requires selected participants to keep their phones secured in a lockbox during the one month. So the pers- the program aims to promote a simpler life with fewer distractions and reduce the average person's daily oh, phone use.
2: That's so easy. You're just going to take my phone and put it on a lockbox yeah, and go go get I another phone go chill somewhere else? No, I'm
0: going to go get another phone. Oh, dude. No, <laughs> I <need> a burner. <laughs>
2: absolutely, I would. Are you kidding? Like,
0: okay, take my phone. Hang on. So, so I'm, I'm saying there's $10,000 hanging in the balance for you guys potentially for a single month, and you're like, I'm going to cheat. Hell yeah. The yeah. Like, what do you mean cheaters are
2: winners? Like, where have you ever known someone to not cheat in anything and, like, be victorious?
0: You, or not victorious, actually.
2: If you cheat and you lose, you're an idiot.
0: <laughs> if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. For but, real? Yeah, $10,000, I don't know, man. That It sounds like a lot of money, but boy, not having a phone at all would be a huge pain in the butt.
1: You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. They may not have money to feed their family, but they have enough for a pack of Pall Malls and a Powerball ticket. It's the Redneck Report on Dave and Mahoney.
0: So we'll start today's Redneck Report with a story about a man that perhaps had just a little bit too much meth in his life. I mean, you could make an argument that maybe any meth is too much meth, but I think that you could also say that old Bob Brush here, Robert, uh, he got pulled over during a routine traffic stop and it turned into a drug arrest because he handed the deputy his driver's license... Uh huh. As and you do. It was covered in meth. Uh, you know sometimes that happens, Dave. Like what? You were just using it to like chop up meth to snort or something. I mean, it's nice and flexible, and it's all yeah. you should usually always have yeah. it on you. You don't like Confused. do the whole How like wipe it on, on it? the sleeve or yeah. the legs. No, or you, something caught, you, 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 you chopped it up and probably there some snorted remnants it.
2: Remnants on the on the corners. So I no, guess pro- he
0: handed the the cop his ID, and the cop's like, "What is this white powdery substance on it?" And he's like, "Oh." He's like, Are you sure? Because I got a canine. And sure enough, canine comes over, alerts, and they did a test on the substance that was actually on his ID when he mm-hmm. handed it to the cops. And it's meth. So old Bob Brush headed to jail. R.I.P. Should have brushed it off. So, anger management. I, uh, I think that at one point in your life, Mahoney, maybe it could have been encouraged for you. Certainly. I mean, I think we all, uh, you know. All young men of a certain age who have anger management uh, could, could could benefit from uh, anger management therapy, for sure, to, to help calm down and not be as angry. So a, a Florida anger management therapist, his name is Travis McBride, maybe wasn't taking his own advice that well because he shot and killed a man and put him in his trunk. Mm. He is an anger management therapist, and he got so angry at somebody that he shot him and killed him and put him in his I trunk. I don't want to pick up a body and throw it in the trunk. It I feel like that's like a all I got. hernia. Work. Yeah. I feel like I'd like, throw out my back that do you, way. Do you
2: feel like you could, like, carry someone, like, with dead weight?
0: No. No, probably not. Like, I don't think I'd be good at that. I'd have to call in a friend, and then you have to explain to him, like, ah, oh, I shot the guy because I was so mad at him, and I didn't follow my own advice as an anger management therapist. Just awkward But like, can you get into my trunk first, and then I shoot you? <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> work smarter, not harder. That's right. Get in the trunk. Don't. If Mahoney ever tells you to get in the trunk, don't no. do it. He's going to shoot <laughs> you. <laughs> Uh, so this guy, and you know, I got I got to give old Doug Doug Scott Fox Jr. forty four years old. <laughs> Gross. Got to give him credit because he uh, he was trying to outrun the cops, as a lot of people do. You know, you get in your car and you speed away, or you get on a motorcycle. We've seen a lot of those. A lot of the years. motorcycles getting away. Uh, yeah. This guy was trying to outrun the cops on his bicycle at night. <laughs> so, do did, did, did we know how far he got? Well, so we know that the uh, the cop decided to pull him over because he didn't have a rear light on his on his bike at night. And by the way, we've talked about this before. Anyone as an adult that is riding a bike at night, especially without the like proper a lights, BMX, yeah, you're you've got drugs on you. Yeah, hundred sure. percent. Um, he uh, he didn't have the light, so the cop tried to pull him over. He decided he was going to take off. Uh, Fox then promptly fell off the bicycle and then decided, "Well, I'm going to flee on foot." Um, that's when the officers like. Pink. The old taser got him. Uh, he kept kept running after getting hit with the initial shock. Mm-hmm. Eventually, boom, fell over. Uh, decided that uh, they were going to charge him with well, a number of things. He's got a long criminal history. May not surprise you. Uh, but uh, running on a bicycle did not work Is out. there anything more hilarious than watching somebody try to run from the police and get tased and then just seize up Where immediately? Just, just instantly yeah. plant and, and then boop, they just, boop, boop, I love it so much. That needs to be an Olympic sport. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> and and finally a man in uh, St. Paul learned the hard way that it's not a great idea to to play a game of pickup hoops with your gun on you. He accidentally shot himself in the leg while playing basketball. So he was playing basketball with an unhol- unholstered gun on his body and a discharge. So not only was it unholstered, there wasn't a safety on. So he had it he, in a, shot he had it in, in his waistband cuz everybody knows on. those Nike basketball shorts definitely that elastic band Definitely strong enough to hold a Glock. Fantastic (laughs) to hold a gun while shooting hoops. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Shooting self is more like it. Uh, Firearms, shockingly prohibited on school grounds normally. Mm. This 30-year-old guy who was playing basketball at an elementary school is now in big trouble.
1: This is Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney.
0: You're listening to The Dave
1: and Mahoney Show.
0: Man, it is just wild to see in this day and age when there is so much noise, there's so much competition, there's so much stuff going on. It's really hard for anyone to cut through. I mean, you know, we've we've heard about the struggles of network television, Mahoney, and how they, time and time again, are trying to figure it out with you know bringing in these new executives and this new style of programming and blah blah blah. And it just is never going to be what it once was. I mean, you think about. NBC back in the day with their must see TV on the Thursday night block it that they was. had. And, and you think about Johnny Carson. You think the whole about how you You know, you had yeah. 40 million people. Like we we're we're ta- talking about how that Chiefs and Bills game had 40 million people watching it this past Sunday, and that was a huge number. Think about forty million people 40 years ago. 50 years ago when Johnny was on every night every watching night. Yeah. when that was you know we had literally half the population that we do now I mean it's just the the media has been segmented but that also being said we now live in a a time when there I think it's the golden age of media because I mean, there's something for everybody whether we like it or not it's if you're looking for it you could probably find it out there as far as like truly compelling shows that you have on demand, I mean we've, we you know, we had talked about there being a couple of iconic shows for us growing up. But if you go back and I find it really interesting, if you go back when you look at how long some of the shows that we consider to be the iconic shows of our youth were actually on, yeah, you're like that show's only on for three seasons. Yeah. Like, it felt like it was so much more well, than. because seasons back then were like 24 episodes or 40 sure. episodes. That, you know, that's. It was a little bit different than what we see now with like a 10 episode run. Yeah, but I mean, we have at our fingertips great compelling really well produced and written TV shows I mean Audrey you were talking about how this past weekend you were just watching Fargo I just finished the fifth season of Fargo mm-hmm. but you were watching the first season right yeah
2: and I have been bamboozled and I do not appreciate it but, I thought it was real the whole time
0: yeah I mean they do tell you it's real at the beginning yeah to be fair there's there's lying trust issues yeah <laughs> I mean it, I think it took me like three seasons to figure it out where I'm like no. Oh,
2: because hold on a minute. Not all this bad stuff happened. The whole first season is in Minnesota Yes, in 2006. And I was like, wow, I, I, how has Dave never said anything about this? This is a really crazy, true story, I thought. Oh and my then by God. the third
0: season, when the aliens start showing up, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second season. <laughs> Either way, there's there's a lot of great television out there, but there's very few things that command an audience. But Mahoney, you mentioned it. You know, 40 million people watching the, the game between the Chiefs and the Bills. Right. Meanwhile, ESPN had their most-watched NFL game of all time with the Ravens and the Texans on Saturday. That's a Saturday afternoon game, and you're talking about 36.2 million viewers in the third quarter is where it peaked. Wow. It averaged 31.8 million viewers. So outside of there being Super Bowls on ABC, this is the most-watched NFL game of all time, which is pretty wild because, I mean, you think about, you know, the Ravens are obviously – a powerhouse team that could very, I think, very easily be seen in the Super Bowl, yep, maybe even absolutely. winning it. But the idea of the Texans drawing that kind of audience is pretty wild because I, they're a franchise that has had its struggles over the years. I think it just shows that we are hard up for live programming, especially yeah. live sports. And, yep. you know, the NFL is king here in America. But 36.2 million people watching that game, over 40 million people for the other one. The NFL is the one thing that still draws the
1: audience. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney.
2: I don't know what this is all about. You just told me to call Yo Dummy.
1: There's nothing you can say they haven't heard before. Leave us a message by calling 833-YO-Dummy. Please leave a message after the tone.
0: Yeah, since you guys came around, You play a lot more strip club music. Thanks. Message deleted. Music hasn't
2: changed, I like that he
0: said thanks. He's like, man, I've been needing some (laughs) warrant. Hit me with that cherry pie, brother. Amber to Satellite 3. Amber, Satellite 3. Did you ever think that maybe... If things went off the rails for us, you'd end up being a strip club DJ? I came real close to being a strip club DJ back in like two thousand and two, two thousand and three. Do you change yeah.
2: your voice or do you just like let it be? You puke.
0: You get like, I can't even right. do it. It'll, It'll sound just like hurt. <laughs> hurt my throat and I won't be able to talk for the rest of the week.
2: I knew a stripper. I grew up with her. Um
0: You grew up with yeah, her? Yeah, well,
2: because here's the thing is that she, her name was her name was Cricket. Like oh. she was born government She'd, name cricket.
0: Then she was meant to be a stripper. Was her stripper name cricket, or did she change it up to Did she rub her legs together <laughs> while uh <laughs> Stage, yeah. When
2: she's upside down, that was her move. Screech, 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 screech.
0: She decided to be incognito and go by Cicada.
2: Yes. <laughs> only comes out every
0: seven years. Oh, 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 only stripped to Buddy Holly songs? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but her mother, I did not know this until way, way later, um, was also a stripper. So, I mean, it oh. was just like passed down generally generation business. Yes. Yeah, so it was family yeah. business for her. She
0: make a so. lot of money or was she not I I a- don't know
2: about all that. But, I mean, she was the prettiest. Oh, my gosh. She was like the popular girl. Like, I remember just thinking, oh, my God, Cri- Cricket is so pretty. And uh, Cricket as a kid was cute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Alabama, that's what we oh, were like. Oh, my God, Cricket. Cricket Parker. Like, she has the cutest little name.
0: I, go, I she <laughs> goes chirping the night. I just wonder if, like, you know, I feel, I I wonder about the world of strip clubs moving forward because with the advent of, like, OnlyFans, like, I feel like you can do something similar, you know, you're still, you know, like, you know, you're still showcasing your body, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to be in front of a bunch of creeps, you've got the internet there. Yeah, you're in front of a bunch of creeps, you just can't see them. Which I feel like is a better, oh, much better situation or, to be in. Sure, you don't actually like, have to touch are them. Are you going? To, are there going to be strippers that continue, or are you just like, are they all going to just like it's go a online? Safety measure. Is it, or is AI going to steal our stripping jobs? Is that what's happening here? Oh mm-hmm. yeah,
2: the dro- the drones or the droids <laughs> are going to come out, robot. You know, I did not know this well until recently. Do you guys remember me telling you all about the guy who I know who was taking photos of his wife, now ex wife. His wife, and then posting those as OnlyFans photos, and And she she was okay. Oh no, no, no! no. She knows. She knew about it. She was in on it, but he was the one responding to the messages. Yeah, that's. I I think that's that's how most
0: of those situations are.
2: I did not know that was a thing. I did not know that. Like, if your girl, if you are subscribed to a girl's OnlyFans who is married, the odds are if you're messaging her. If she's it's de- not her. yeah. If
0: she if she's doing like a couples content, you're talking to the dude. Yeah, almost certain.
2: But there was no couples content. Well, it was only it was her. Only her.
0: Wow. But so also, like, who's who's editing content. those videos? We know it's her.
2: It was him. Yeah. yeah. Of course. He was that's, the digital guy. He yeah, was the guy yeah. behind the that's thing. How that
0: always, that's how that always goes. Yeah.
2: I see. I just I did not. I feel like that's messed up. I feel like that's messed up. And I also feel like, what are you saying, man? Yeah.
0: Do you know where you don't get that kind <laughs> of nonsense? Get, you don't get hoodwinked at Satellite Three.
2: I feel like that's kind of gay. Like, he's just out here, like, talking to other dudes and, like, like under the guise of his wife.
0: Yeah. You're like, what do you want me to do to myself, big boy? I mean,
2: nothing. No (laughs) knock to it. But I'm just like, there's something else. There's something else there.
0: Yeah. There's a little something else. I mean, he's (laughs) got a He's certainly got a
2: kink. A kink. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Whatever. you think he's ever like, eh, that's a pretty nice wiener?
2: (laughs) Send me pics. It's for my wife. I swear. (laughs)
1: How ticklish are you? And where are you the most ticklish? Why would we give up this
0: information to a total stranger so who could you use this against us? So got now, kinks. now we know that Mahoney's got a secret tickle spot. I don't. Secret yeah, tickle it's, spot. It's my junk.
1: <laughs> 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 Hold on, I'm about to laugh. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney.
0: Wonderful. Love to see it. They're calling it the mother of all data leaks. As if there haven't already been a whole bunch of other mothers that have been data leaks. Of data leaks. What what, what got leaked this time, Dave? Cybersecurity researchers have discovered what is believed to be the largest ever data leak, again dubbed the mother of all breaches, exposing over 26 billion personal records. And I'm like... There's not even 26 billion there's not even close to 26 billion people. But so like every record world. every person has had ever I so guess. The data found on an unsecured website uh, contains sensitive information from various sites including Twitter and Dropbox and LinkedIn. So the breach identified by researchers <laughs> as Security dis- from, from securitydiscovery.com discovery.com and cyber news is considered extremely dangerous, potentially leading to a surge in cyber crime, including identity theft and phishing schemes and targeted cyber attacks and unauthorized access to personal accounts. So, users are advised to check if their data has been affected and update passwords, avoiding uh, reuse across multiple accounts. I mean, there's been a lot of things that have come along over the years that have been supposed password replacements. But man, it has been tough to keep up with. It is uh man. And also, like, why do we gotta change we gotta change our password? Now we gotta go change all of our passwords again. I literally just changed all my passwords. It is so
2: annoying because I I just got on LinkedIn not that long ago, like actively like trying to like get on there and just like be an adult because I guess adults are on LinkedIn. Yep. yep and yep. also just revamp my Dropbox, like I would
0: it's exhausting. I'm so annoying. It really is. It's <laughs> exhausting. It's like there's there's so many things for us to worry about on a day to day basis. The idea that we have to sit around and contemplate whether or not our passwords have been compromised, try to remember all those passwords, go in and change all of them. There's websites that you're not even thinking about. I mean, because you got banking websites, you got social media websites. And they're somehow you got connected. Sites like Dropbox yeah. that aren't even social media or banking websites, but there's still sensitive information there. Like what a total nightmare. Yeah, man, we need to. We need to. We, need we
2: just to- need to not work anymore. I, that's what I'm yep. hearing. It is LinkedIn and it is Dropbox. I am sending now, I'm not doing it anymore.
0: You're I'm not just doing it anymore. Stopping to work. Yep. All together.
2: Yes, just- I'm going to hack the system now. It is me. It's you your all turn. will. You all will pay me to stay at home. Yes.
0: Yep. You know what? Maybe we should just become hackers because that's the thing. Is that. <laughs> They seem to have a pretty good like they nobody kill, else is thriving in the world right now other than hackers. Hackers and do they really even get into trouble? I mean that's that's the other thing no, too. No, they don't. Is they that, don't. Is that these hackers, I mean a lot of them don't get me wrong are you know, like state sponsored in Russia. Like, Russia yes. And so there's you know when they're you know protected by the government and I mean if you've ever looked into the story of the state sponsored hackers in Russia it's crazy like these you know a-hole hackers are driving around Moscow in like literal Lamborghinis and they're above the law they can do whatever they want. It's nuts. But the fact that as a world, we're not standing up and going, hey, like this is, like you're terrorizing people. You're ruining their lives if you're stealing their identities can, and nothing's happening to these people. Can,
2: can you imagine if this was going on like during the Cold War? Like where people were like, just everybody is, you know, a Russian spy yeah. and everybody is just, you know, getting have and murdered for doing the smallest little thing like taking a picture of a file. Meanwhile, we've got people who are literally
0: taking your whole identity,
2: taking your entire identity and then driving a Lambo. It's
0: nuts. And nothing's happening. And th-
2: you know what? That's the most annoying thing about it all, though, is that there is an Audrey Drake in Russia right now riding around in a Lamborghini. And it's not me. It's not
1: you. It should be. <laughs> it should be me. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant it's pop trash I'm dave and mahoney
0: so mahoney i know that you were a fan of christopher reeve growing up i mean as far as superman's go i think that christopher reeve to this day is still hands down the best undoubtedly yep. the greatest superman who has ever uh you know portrayed that role i mean i honestly think that without christopher reeve uh superman would not be where it is today without him you know i mean that uh, part of our childhood those movies it really cemented superman as you know one of the greatest superheroes of all time. Well, and that's one of the reasons why it's been so disappointing, at least in our adult well, lives, to see what they've done with Superman. I mean, Henry Cavill was okay, but he didn't have the charisma. No, I he, like he, Henry Cavill. He had the look, sure, but he just didn't have and the And then charisma. was it Brandon Roth or whatever that guy was? The guy that, that Brian Singer just wanted yeah. to bang and cast. They found an unknown. Uh, and you're I'm like, oh, sure. oh, I wonder why. So Superman, the Christopher Reeve story, uh, got a a bunch of rave reviews at Sundance Film Festival. So the film covers the aftermath of his 1995 accident where he was paralyzed and his acting career prior to that, but then also emphasized you know, his dedication to the role of Superman, but it looks at, you know, like features home movies from the the Reeve family, including Uh, moments before and after the accident. So it delves into his advocacy for disability rights and his family's private moments and feelings. But, you know, if you're a Christopher Reeve fan, just know that there is a film that is on the way that at least so far in the early viewings have gotten really positive. Yeah, I mean, I've seen seen some of the reactions to that, and I know it's going to be a movie that just gotcha. Yeah. You know? And uh, but it's, it's something that like I think I, it's definitely I I, I would want to check out because it is an interesting story. So El King had a little bit too much fun at Dolly Parton's birthday party. I guess El King got up on stage and was doing a cover song and. Was so drunk she couldn't remember the she lyrics. She was doing one of Dolly's songs, was so drunk and so disrespectful, and talking in a fake ass country accent. And you're like, you're from California. You're from Los you Angeles. are Rob Schneider's daughter. Like, you do not have this thick ass southern accent that's stolen valor audrey it is and it was like <laughs> i would i don't know if she's a member of the grand old opry or what happened but it was like for Doll for a legend like dolly mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be celebrating her and for you to get that drunk and be that disrespectful like dude you're just a piece of trash so, She she uh, was she was so drunk she was making fun of the audience for buying tickets Openly yep. admitted to being drunk. Terrible performance. Horrible. Dolly Parton's sister Stella came out and called her a hillbilly in yes. response to all the controversy. Like I mean, it was not pretty. The
2: Grand Ole Opry is, I mean, one of the top places that, as a country artist, it's like the it's the the it's, pinnacle. The, it's yeah. the It's the it's end like, all be all. It is, and for her to just to to just not only
1: disrespecting
2: Dolly yeah. you're disrespecting the Opry you're disrespecting country music I mean
0: you could argue that two of the most A iconic legend. things in all of country music are the grand old opry in dolly park those are the most iconic
2: you know what's kind of sad though is that a lot of people are coming out talking about how they're surprised that she just wasn't drunk like it was more shocking to see her sober and i didn't know that about l king but i mean i guess fans say that every show that they go to she's like this well it's
0: unfortunate she's a good singer too like i mean she has talent and to just waste it away like this, it's like, I think this is a... Let's uh, pull it together, man. Th- this is either rock bottom, or and you're going to hopefully get some help and turn your life around, or this is going to be the beginning of a real well, tragic uh, ser- set of events that are probably headed your way. There
2: are so many people who are in country music that I'm just shocked didn't get the invite over L. King. Yeah. L. King's not, like, in the top five who I would expect to, like, be honoring Dolly Parton in country music. Well, and like, I imagine she's
0: relevant-ish. The, those, those invites are going to start to dry up when you, when you have performances like this. Yeah. So, not great. Uh, speaking of being tragic, Mahoney, Rick Harrison's son, we now know, died of a fentanyl overdose. Yeah. Uh, so, Rick Harrison's son, Adam, 39 years old, tragically died from a fentanyl overdose. Um, you know, he wasn't part of the show. So, I mean, if you think about Pawn Stars, uh, you think about Corey traditionally yeah. or the old man. You know, the old man has since passed away or Chum Lee even. Sure. Adam was never a part of the show. Uh, but, um, you know, they're basically they're you know, the family is devastated. They're they're asking for privacy, but they're also saying something has it's to be crisis. done. It's a crisis. I mean, and, fan- and, you know, crisis. with the success that they, they had and the amount of money that the, they have, it you know, it just shows you. That fentanyl does not care what you look like, how much money you have, yeah. where you were born, who your who whose kid you are. It's just it's it's indiscriminate and it's horrible. And we hope that uh, you know, as a country, we can find a solution to this
1: sooner than later before any more tragedies. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Time to play Tipsy. Going through the quad, Or toddler. <laughs> a Dave and Mahoney. Come on, everybody.
0: Ashley is joining us today for a round of tips here, toddler Ashley let me ask you one question before we get going Have you spent a lot of time around drunk people Or little kids recently or perhaps both Perhaps both Okay yeah <laughs> Same same so we're going to read you some things Like verbatim the words that were said And you're trying to figure out if it's a very drunk person Or a little kid Mahoney, Alder you guys are up first Take it away at number one whenever you're ready Caught you like a balloon, like blow, like blow, bl- 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 how big a balloon is.
2: I haven't a in my mind of some lured.
0: What it be weird. So what now? Harder, 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 harder.
1: Change your flow. <laughs> Change your flow.
0: All right, Ashley, <laughs> is that a tipsy person or a toddler? I'm going to hope that
1: that's a
2: really tipsy person.
0: <laughs> Very tipsy is... Correct. Well done. On the board, let's have a listen. Classy like a balloon. Like, like blow up a balloon. You know, you know how big a balloon, balloon is? Well, I deep have breath. an idea in my mind, and it seems weird. Don't let it be weird. So what now? Harder. 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 Don't change your flow. Up you change your flow. All right, so you're on the board <laughs> with one, actually. Very nice. What were they doing there? Oh, is that like seeing how drunk they were? It
1: sounds like a breathalyzer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Not that when any of those... Had to take those stuff. No no definitely not No, not Audrey you're up for number two Whenever you're ready
2: <laughs> Make sure you say You put make sure you say that um, Make sure you say Before you call me a bitch Before you call me stupid
0: And that's all you get Tipsy or toddler Oh I hope that's tipsy It is Well done
2: Make sure you say You put Make sure
0: you say that Um, Make sure that Before you call me a bitch You call me stupid Okay <laughs> uh, Two for two You're doing great Here we go On to number three You ready Mahoney? Yes What? Uh, I'm not gonna let you Take me to jail Take you to jail? Yeah That's where you'll end up Is in jail? Mother -er. Watch your mouth Bitch Mother -er. (laughs) Ashley Tipsy or toddler?
1: (laughs) Oh What are the odds Of three tipsies? The odds Tell me it's a toddler
0: The odds Are correct well done.
2: What? I'm not going to jail. Yeah. Take me to jail. Take you to jail? Yeah. That's where you'll end up, is in jail. Motherfuckers. Um, Watch your mouth. Bitch, math. Wow. 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 I
0: would take that kid to jail. Straight to jail. <laughs> straight, straight to jail. Straight to jail.
1: <laughs> straight to <laughs> jail.
0: Okay. Wow. You got three for three. You're doing fantastic. You get the win right here. If you get this one correct, Audrey, whenever you're ready.
2: People tell you, no. Th- this is what happens to some people trying to push you down. And you're like, why would I push? B- be pushed down? You're like, no, I should be pushed up like a sprout. I... I am a sprout, and I'm like a dandelion.
0: Ashley, for the win. Tipsy or toddler?
2: Oh, how about tipsy?
0: Four for four. The best. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Hell force. Chest perfect. chest perfect. Let's have a listen.
2: People tell you, no, this is what happens to some people. are like trying to push you down, and you're like, oh, why would I push be pushed down you're like no i should be pushed
1: up like a sprout <laughs> i'm a sprout and i'm like no, dandelion. you're listening to dave and mahoney how do you really feel tell us by calling the dave and mahoney show voicemail at 833 yo dummy yo dummy please leave a message after the tone Hey, I'm calling in because I need some advice. My partner and I have been together for two years and I want to propose, but I'm not sure how to do it in a way that's unique and special. Got any ideas or suggestions? Message deleted. Why does
0: it have to be unique or special? Well, I mean, this is coming from Mahoney who (laughs) had the ring in his backpack, Mm -hmm. went on a cruise and then didn't even get out of bed. Asked her to go get the ring out of the backpack herself. Nobody wants to see it coming. She didn't know. And you didn't ask her. That was an RKO out of nowhere, Dave. Okay, that's an interesting way of thinking about it. (laughs) Uh, She said you didn't even ask her. You just went, so you want to do this or what? The ring spoke for itself. I see.
2: I can literally hear him. I can hear Mahoney's voice saying, so, uh want this what? You do this what? what, is what? <laughs> I can hear yeah. I can hear it in my head. While exactly shrugging you said and, it.
0: and this is actually kind of the most impressive part. While shrugging as he was laying down. The Kevin James meme? Yeah. While laying down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with
2: <laughs> your, your hands in your bucket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like the if you if you have to if like if you feel like if you are feeling subconscious or, or self conscious about like whether or not she's gonna say yes, so that's why you feel like you need to make it like Unique and special, and like this big giant production, you're not ready to get married. Like you're just not. Like that's not okay, like again, what a good this is coming from a homie. That's not what a good relationship foundations built for on nine years. It's nine about, years.
2: I, I understand. Eight
0: years, Dave. Okay. Okay.
2: This guy's probably just nervous and wants to make sure that it's done right and special. So he was asking. You know, maybe for tips and tricks from other men because it is kind of like a stressful thing. I it feel should like be,
1: no,
0: be asking asking your partner to marry you. It's a should milestone. not be a should not be a stressful okay, situation. Okay, so not if you don't know the answer is going to be unequivocally that's yes. That's not what I
2: meant. It is a milestone that you're approaching on. Well, why and is it stressful then? It's a big moment it's a big for big people. Moment. Not most people you don't, don't lay, lay down, down for the
0: ring. Sure, I'll give you that, but the moment shouldn't be stressful. You literally were laying down sure when it you was. proposed. It wasn't stressful for you. Carefree and relaxed. Chris,
2: does the thought of having to propose stress you out?
0: Absolutely. Because he doesn't have a partner right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's not. He's, he's, not he's not. He's not dating somebody Mahoney, seriously. It's a moment that you are going to remember for the rest that of doesn't your mean lives. It, were you stressed out when you when you? I mean, yes. I want to get it right. Well, I because you put your dog in a tuxedo and you had your your youngest first brother. Off, why are you it's run- so hateful it's, right okay, now, honey? Are you coming at me because I put a pug in a tuxedo? Had you first asked off, me, you wouldn't have had no. any stress. That was a boss move right there. It was a tuxedo. I wasn't mad at the <laughs> dog in <laughs> the tuxedo. I thought that was a solid move. That was a solid. That move. was a solid move. Top hat was probably a little too far, but the actual tuxedo, she looked great. in you nervous when you did it, Dave? I wasn't nervous because I knew. I mean, like I, I knew, right? Like, there was no question in my mind whether or not she's going to say yes. The stress but was,
2: comes from the planning. I was everything. nervous because
0: yeah. I wanted to be right. So let me tell you where it went haywire for me is that my youngest brother, Matt. He's a photographer, (laughs) fancies himself to be a photographer, but he's got a DSLR, so good enough. (laughs) So I I knew where I was going to do it. It's this little outdoor area, like a beautiful little, like, you know, conservatory. There's like flowers around and this little boardwalk that you walk on. But it's normally pretty quiet out there, so there wasn't going to be other people around to screw it up. My brother was going to get there 30 minutes before us, kind of like hiding in the distance so you wouldn't be able to see him. And the part where I really felt the most stress is when we were driving to this place— and I pulled up to a stoplight, and my brother was next to us in the car because he was late. <laughs> did she notice? No. If she did, she pretended not to. But I don't think so because I was trying everything in my power to distract her. But then as the light turned green, like, and he starts driving, I, like, slowly start driving, which I think <laughs> yeah, maybe. got to bit of a let him get there first. Yes! Huh. So that sucked. But, yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to make sure it was right because, you know, it's a big moment. It's going to be remembered forever. And, you know, some people are fine laying down and proposing. Uh, Not everyone. Other people want to take it a step further, you know, with a a dog in a tuxedo. I I mean, I say the thing I always say, you know, and people have asked me this, you know, many times. It's like, does anything change when you got married? And for us, no, because we were together for a very, very long time. Nothing, nothing changed other than we are now the the, state is now involved in our relationship. You are the single least romantic person that I know. That's untrue. That's not true. You didn't have a wedding. Like you didn't That was her choice. I, I—that's what I mean. Like the actual these big things for a lot of other people were not a big thing for you. That doesn't mean that it's unimportant. And I'm you not shouldn't saying worry it's unimportant. It. I'm saying you should like, but literally nothing should change when you are married with your relationship. It's like it should be as strong the day before when you're not married as the day after when you are married. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. And if it, and if you think that something's gonna magically change because you have kids or get married, it's not. Other than, like, there are now legalities that are involved. So and that's be, what's be, changed, secure. Yeah. be secure beforehand. That's the all state is now involved. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I haven't been on for
1: a long time. I get in my car. First thing I hear is the word nipples. Well, you've got my attention. Um, I love nipples. I'm a nipple person. I'm a nipple girl. Message deleted.
0: <laughs> I mean, aren't we all, like, I mean, is there a, I'm sure there's a scientific term for people without nipples. Do you Looking that up Do on the company Do you feel computer? like having Is a third? Noples? Uh, uh, like uh, Noples? Noples. <laughs> <laughs> I come from a whole line of Noples.
1: Uh, medically called athelia. Othelia. Othelia? Mm-hmm. I know a, a woman named rare condition that Othelia. may occur with a number of hereditary diseases, such as, all right, never mind. You know a woman named Othelia? she I think she that have was nipples? my
2: grandmother's name. Oh,
1: wow. Well. Was she Nipple-free? Personal question. You know what?
2: I don't know if I ever said, hey, Grandma, can you show me your nipples?
0: Let me see them nips. The medical
1: way to say it Oh, no, my her name was Arthelia,
2: which is similar. Arthelia. Arthelia. Oh. We were Southern. That's the most <laughs> Southern thing I've ever heard in my life. Next to, like, Betty Sue or something. You know
0: what, like a Gen Z or a uh, young millennial is hearing that for the first time, Arthelia, and yes. they're like, that'd be a great name for my kid. Beautiful. Oh, just gorgeous.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Shout out to uh, this lady. She's always calling in. Uh, loving uh, nipples. She loves
0: nipples. Uh is it considered a superpower though if you have additional nipples? Like if you had I know
2: somebody with three nipples as well.
0: <laughs> like where is the third nipple? It's It's, up next to this it's
2: below it's usually. it's like
1: usually close to, it. to the other one. Possibly. I know a girl. They, they
0: say it's normally like down like, like as if you're looking yeah. like at a cat. litter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I know, you know
1: a girl that had a third one and she had them pierced together. <laughs> a, a barbell between them, like really? sewn yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, her husband was a was a piercer, so it kind of made sense. But she would always bring it out and show everybody. Like, that's Look. pretty. That's a pretty yeah, cool her, party it, trick. Like,
0: it, hey, check this out! I got another nipple <laughs> well, it, it was,
1: was, was kind of gross, but yeah. 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 <laughs> it's the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. I am happy to report,
0: you guys, that all is right in the world. My mother-in-law is here.
2: Uh, Things are back to normal.
0: She brought her dog. He's pooping in the house like he does. It's great. But the kids love the dog, right? Well, yeah, because they don't have to clean up all of the poop. All buttons. Well, why are you cleaning? Are you cleaning up the poop? So my mother-in-law has this thing now where Uh when he poops in the house, she likes to remind him that it's bad to poop in the house. And so what happens is it becomes this whole thing... Because for whatever reason, and I think he's acting out, uh, is if we go somewhere, like last night we went out because it's my daughter's actual birthday, so we went to a little trampoline place and then to a hibachi place because that's what she loves. He pooped upstairs in my wife's closet. He's also pooped upstairs in my daughter's bedroom a couple of times. Oh,
2: Buttons might need to get a cage.
0: That's what it sounds like to me. But my mother-in-law does this thing where when he poops in the house, she likes to reprimand him. So she likes to bring him up to the crime scene, show him what he has done, and tell him, no, don't you poop in the house. But it becomes this whole process, because he's a small dog, right? Mm -hmm. It's about the size of your dog, Audrey. Small. He's a teen little boy. Like a little golden, or what is it? A golden doodle, too. A little golden doodle. Yeah. Mini. But, so his poops aren't, like, big and aggressive, like a Rottweiler or something. But it's still poop on the carpet. It's still poop on the carpet. It's not great, but it it doesn't take that long to clean it up, thankfully. But because she likes to make it a scene where she's like, no, don't clean it up yet, and then she wants to bring the dog up there to show him that he's pooped on the carpet, and all the kids want to gather around and, like, cheer him on, like, yeah, Button, you idiot. It's... It's really just so fun. It's great. And there's only several more weeks of this
2: several. until she goes home. Several is seven. Uh,
0: no, no. Several more weeks, meaning she's going to be here until through the Super Bowl. That's fine. It's fine. Is it, though? Yeah. You know, You've made such a nice and inviting household, Dave. If you build it, they will come. And you built a, a lovely house with a lovely guest area.
2: Is that Noah's Ark as well?
0: No. If you build it, they will come. No man Those field field of Those like, James Earl no Jones To Kevin Costner They uh, I mean, didn't yes.
2: talk about Like if you build it They will come Like talking about like that's The ark the No that's not the, the, no, and, like, that's not the Old
0: Testament That's Kevin Costner <laughs> They actually played <laughs> baseball On Noah's ark My entire
2: life <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a field streets quote <laughs> You think God was like If you build it They will come Yeah And Noah's like Well let me get this boat done
1: <laughs> I swear all my life And then it's Ray Liotta Playing
0: racist ass Ty Cobb Or whoever he was My Jesus looks just like Ray Liotta
2: <laughs> hey, I'm like, I'm so confused. I need to look that up. I'll look that up later. Um, why did I think so, that?
0: Mahoney, you you <laughs> will never know what this is like, and I envy you so much because of that. Because you know, you and your wife obviously happily married, yes. but her dad is not the sort that's ever going to come and stay with you for an extended period of time. I would be shocked if that were. Has to- he ever stayed at your house ever? Not once. See, and yeah. me neither have my parents either. I think my I think my mom. Will probably come and visit and stay at some point, you know. But I, I can't. I can't. Even then, like I think my mom is in a. You know, she's like, she's also doesn't want to be inconvenienced and doesn't want to. You know, not that her staying with us would inconvenience us in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like she would stay at a hotel. I really, I really do. So at this point, what but- I would like to propose mm-hmm. is because, you know, you're living alone right now. OK, and, you know, it's it's got to get kind of lonely is that, you know, we just do kind of like a timeshare. Oh, is that with Shelly, you know, oh. where she can like stay with you for a week. And then Audrey, because you already have a farmily, as you call it, with a, farmily. a dog and two kittens, maybe Button could go and stay uh, with Elmo and they could see if there's maybe a little love connection there.
2: Wait, what are you trying to like pimp out my daughter?
0: I mean, she, you know, she's of a certain age now. We've seen her in the studio, Hmm. humping all the toys. Just seems like maybe she's maybe she's ready to meet a boy.
2: She, it would be the dominant in this situation. Oh, button, button, button's ready to submit.
0: Oh, for sure he
1: is.
0: (laughs) But when he gets nervous, he poops. So just heads up. This is David
1: Mahoney. The worst cover songs of the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Jay is joining us today for a round of
0: Cover Your Ears. Jay, you ready to do this thing?
1: I am ready, my friend.
0: 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. You're trying to get the artist as well as the song Mahoney and Audrey are here as Lifelines. Should you need them, best of luck. The first one here has one view. One. One. Really? And and we are the ones. So the person that uploaded this did not even go back to watch it themselves. We are the only human on the face of the earth. With, what is it, 8 billion people now? Something like that. We are the one that went back and watched us. Here we go. They
1: ever let you go? Whoa. You they <laughs> is that you know?
0: That one down that there deserves way more than one way view. more. I mean, we've heard some really bad ones before. That That's, was, I mean, wow. it's not great, but I mean, it's, it's interesting over to you, Jay. Do you know it? Ronnie James Dio rainbow and dark. Yes, sir. Gosh. Full point for that one on your own. Again, only one I view on that bad boy, but now we're going to bump it up. 21,000 views on wow. this next one. So uh, much, much stronger. The, uh, the cover here is done by, a little band you might have heard of—they're called the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah! <laughs> yeah. And they're covering somebody. <laughs> they are. I don't know how many covers I've heard done by Other the than Chili Peppers. Love roller coaster <laughs> over the years, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So this
2: is, can't be good. Then it's it's the Chili Peppers, and it's only got twenty-one thousand views.
0: Let's have a listen. Okay. okay. Was that before they got off heroin? Like, what was that, man? He sounded like he <laughs> got
2: ran over by a lawnmower. It was
0: in 1988. They were 19, doing it as okay. a joke, and oh, it was mostly
1: flea singing, too. That I was going to ask that was flea. That sounded like yeah. flea.
0: All right, Jay, over to you. Do you know that one?
1: <laughs> I'm dying over here. Yeah, same CDC back and forth. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> An interesting rendition. For sure. For sure. Uh, Jay, this you're killing it, man. Word. You got two for two. Lifeline yeah. still intact. 129,000 views on this one, and this is... A harp cover? I love a harp. You do? Oh, I
2: love a harp. I, I fall asleep to harp. It was the so harp.
0: funny how you said that. You go, I love harp. I love you a anchor harp.
2: anchor
0: man?
2: What are you- <laughs> I love harp. I think I said uh in there, but uh, whatever.
0: Okay. Yeah, right. I think, yeah, I think I said
2: run the date back. Okay, here we go.
0: Stop it, it, it right there uh, That was pretty good that So that's, was beautiful That's from the harp twins So I guess there's some twins That, that play harp And they're hot but you, I was just going to say oh, so that's, how that's, how, that's how Chris found that Yeah, uh, of yeah. course <laughs> <laughs> <But> you just <laughs> happen like harp Beautiful potties. blonde twins Playing harps, man That's what I Google <laughs> <laughs> Two hot blondes Playing with their harps <laughs> Hotty harps That's how I found Okay, good over to you, harps, Jay dude. For the win Do you know that one?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting sleepy. I mean, that that sounds like great lullaby music. I'm going to go Kansas, Dust in the Wind.
0: Yes, sir. Three for three. It is really
1: good
2: to sleep to the heart. I would recommend it.
1: You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Audrey,
0: you joke all the time about how housebroken we are.
2: <laughs> yeah, you guys have been trained.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Mahoney was going on and on about how, you know, excited he is because you're building this new house, and one of the reasons why you're excited about it is because the proximity to a Costco and to a Trader Joe's, and that's how you help to triangulate where you're going to build your house. And Audrey is over here just cackling because she's like, yeah, we've trained you to Think that way.
2: Well, but it's not even necessarily trained because also a moment ago I asked, at what age do you guys feel like you finally became men? Like, what point did your, you know, your frontal cortex like morph into like maturity? We'll never like, be mature, mature
1: but
0: when did we stop doing the stupidest stuff that we used to do?
2: So, but like the fact that you want to live next to a Costco, I think is, you know, as a woman, that makes me go, he's a grown-up.
0: I want my, yes. I want he's my- wearing his saddle <laughs> yes. like he's supposed to. I want my bubble that I live in to be, like, one mile. Like, everything that I possibly want no, and I, have. But to Audrey's point, that's changed. I mean, it used to be, like, you wanted to be close to a your bar. favorite bar yeah. and a Wendy's. Yeah. And now it's Costco See, I and never, a Wendy's. <laughs> it, was never a, it was never a favorite bar for me. I always preferred, like, house parties over bars and mm-hmm. clubs. The only reason I ever went to bars or clubs was... Is if you were trying to get laid, and that was in the era before online dating yeah. was a thing now. I'm like, and that's, I feel like if you never want to, like, I don't know, like, bar the bar scene just seems crazy to me now when Tinder and everything else exists. Like, I would never go to a bar hoping to meet somebody. I would meet somebody at a bar if I was single. You would never just go out and just shoot your shot? Not today. Huh. If I was single, absolutely not. Well, the reason why I bring up this whole, like, we're all housebroken as dudes is because, you know, we've talked about how, I think I told you guys that story about how we were filming a segment with my production company for um, a sports betting show, and mm-hmm. Brian Urlacher, who's one of the best linebackers of all time sure. in the NFL. Easily Your recognizable. Legend with the Bears. Monster all that of a stuff. man. Yes. Yeah. Was talking about how he used to have this really cool room when he lived in Chicago <laughs> that had all of his trophies and his jerseys. And, you know, he's got a ton of accolades, but he was telling me about how he used to have this incredible full 3,000-square-foot room. Wow. And then when they moved into their new house, it became one shelf. And I'm like, that's like you're Brian Erlacher, one of the most like dangerous linebackers of all time. And your wife's still like, you get a shelf now, honey. And that also draws a comparison to what we saw this past weekend when the Bills and the Chiefs game was going on, and Jason Kelsey, who got rave reviews from almost everyone, because you're like, he's shirtless. He's clearly had some drinks. He's having a great time. He's celebrating his brother. He's retired now, but he's honestly kind of out there acting a fool. He's got a shirt off in 20 degree weather or whatever it was. I said that,
2: did I not? You did.
0: And again, <laughs> that was your perspective. Meanwhile, Mahoney are like, that's, that's awesome. You yeah. guys are guys.
2: That's a guy thing. Of course it is. Course. Like we're all he like, just yeah, having he's having, having a good time. What did his wife say?
0: So we saw that. I saw the video for the first time yesterday, where his wife is in the VIP box as well, and she doesn't actually confront him. She has somebody else do it. So there's somebody else who's part of the team. I don't know who this guy was. I don't know if he's a family friend or like one of his handlers or somebody that's supposed to be keeping things reined in. Reeling them back But so, the so when Jason Kelsey had jumped out of the VIP box and was picking up the little girl to like show her to Taylor Swift with the sign and the whole mm-hmm. bit, like obviously things are getting a little out of control because I don't know if you saw the wider shot, but like there was cops that were up there, sure, and they kind of had to surround him. So that because you're way. Jason
2: Kelsey, right. you're not just like a normal Bill. You're not even a Bills fan, first of all. But you're just like not you're not but, a normal guy. But you
0: also like I mean he's also drinking shots out of bowling balls with the Bills mafia years before the all bef- and, and, yeah. or hours before. But the, he's the, the also games Jason games, but. Kelsey. He was he's an offensive line, or you know he's a he's a he's a center right. in the NFL. You know he's 300 pounds oh, and six foot three. He can handle. monster of a man as well. But that's not what it's about. But we don't need him
2: to get in trouble. He
0: wasn't in danger at any point. Uh He's Jason Kelsey. He's fine. But his wife, I guess, was none too pleased. The video that I saw that was floating around on social media (laughs) is this guy leaning out of the VIP booth, and his wife's name is Kylie. And he goes, hey, Jason, Kylie said to get your ass back in the VIP booth.
2: I said that too, man. (laughs) I literally, it's just, it's a part of being a woman, I think, where I look at that and I think the same thing that his wife did. It's like, okay, all fun. That's a guy being a guy. Uh And you're at a football game where it's just dudes being dudes. Like That's like, when we talk about girlhood, that's just a part of just guyhood. Yeah,
0: just a dude being a dude.
2: Totally get that. But from a partner's perspective, I bet that she was like, oh my God, Jason.
0: Get back lo- in here! I love that she's like Stanley. You tell him to get his ass back in here right now. <laughs> See, my wife just abandons me. She knows she's like I'm not. I am unreasonable
2: because she doesn't want to be like guilty, but through association, yeah, she's yeah. like I she's, wasn't even she's here. A, she's
0: out, and I'm just <laughs> I'm just out on my own at that point. I've actually had Mahoney's wife walk up to me before and go, "He's your problem now,"
1: and then just leave.
0: And I'm she's like, so mad. That
1: was before she was my wife. Now yeah. she's stuck.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the Dave. and. Show. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail. 833-YO-DUMMY. That's eight three three nine six three eight six six nine. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, you guys are my heroes. All the DJs and all the little shows that you have. And my bone is actually coming out of the side of my knee. Because it, it's not stable. Everything's torn, injured. The thing is, it's $6,000 a leg. You know, and uh, with rent so high and everything, food so high, uh, there are testimonies to try and get insurance companies to cover it. Message deleted. What?
0: Well, (laughs) what? We we wish you a speedy recovery with the bone that's coming out of the side of your leg. Would you say she's being too needy? (laughs) No, no, Dave, I (laughs) wouldn't.
2: Bitch. Stop it! You're going to hell, Dave. She just told us how much she loved us. Yeah, and all the other and all the, other, the other DJs on
0: there. Yeah, and knee replacements Shh. are not cheap, man. No.
1: <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Anyways, uh, tin knockers is the slang word for a sheet metal guy or HVAC guy that installs the ductwork. Electricians can also be known as sparkies. Plumbers can be known as turd herders. Um, who's the other one? Ah, Carpenters or framers can also be nicknamed wood butchers. So, I think that's all of them. Message deleted. A wood butcher.
2: <laughs> that's also my
0: nickname.
1: Oh, she did it. <laughs> You're listening to Dave
0: and Mahoney. So Mahoney, there is nobody in this world, and I mean nobody that I've ever met that Loves the idea of being on a jury more than you. So, Dave, there's a few things that I fantasize about in my life. One, getting into a fight at a gas station, hosing somebody down with gasoline, mm. setting them on fire. Actually setting what? them on fire. Walking not away just not, cool as hell. Are you doing the, the the flick of the cigarette over the shoulder and then... <laughs> cigar. Cigar. The oh, yeah. 60 ring gauge cigar. Uh-huh. What these is somebody John who's a,
2: Wick bootleg? Some, somebody who's
0: attacking me. More like John Thick. Yeah. That's, that is. You're a son of a bitch. But also, that is that is real accurate, man. That is real accurate. Another one of my fantasies.
2: Hang on, we're not done.
0: <laughs> John Thicke. Uh, okay, good. Another one of my fantasies is to be on a jury because I have. More free time than anybody else I know. No question. And I think I make better judgment calls on things than almost anybody else. So I feel like these two things combined (laughs) would make me the ultimate juror. And unfortunately, uh, I think since I turned 18, which is I think it's either 18 or 21, you become eligible to become a juror. I've only had, I think, maybe four, three or four actual summonses to go appear at the court to be a juror. Yeah. And this is, you know, and we're talking like 23, 24 years now. And only one of those four, I actually got called down to even go. And I was disqualified. Um,
2: For performativism, right? Like, weren't you trying to be like... A- and well, performer, Did
0: well, she like, have like a little routine jokes. that you're like, oh, thanks it? for coming in tonight, folks. I gotta... <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm like, the only like, one who knew audience. how to <laughs> you, <laughs> when you guys we, are great. When it's we cool, were in the jury area, when they were <laughs> selecting prospective jurors, mm-hmm. I wore a suit because I feel like I would also be a great jury foreman. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think I would be able to handle that pretty well. My my skill set really leans into mm-hmm. being a good jury foreman. What skill set? People like me. I can, I, no yeah, I can, I can So talk. you're just
2: persuasive, is yeah. what you're saying. Like you're a persuader like to get them. Th- all I can bend
0: them into my will. Whenever. That
2: is not a good foreman. One, <laughs> one
0: thing that you can, one thing that we can guarantee is that if Mahoney is the foreman, it is certainly not going to be a hung jury. <laughs>
2: no, Mahoney's going to be like, but Son listen, of a bitch. listen to my ideas.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. If I'm on your jury. You're going straight to jail. Straight to jail. <laughs> so I wore a suit. And they give you a microphone And they ask you like What you do for a living And I'm like I made a joke about like I tell you know Jokes about genitalia For a living <laughs> And uh, you know The bailiff laughed I Say yeah, oh, you gotta chuckle Out of the bailiff and Audience and one so th- But then I ended up Coming back the next day They were still doing Some more selection But the guy ended up Pleading out I saw the guy He looked guilty as hell he was guilty didn't as hell. did you say he was like a pedophile or something? He was a guy who tried to kidnap somebody. And I knew the second he walked in, I'm like, that guy's guilty, guilty as hell. They didn't tell you what the case was. They didn't do that. But I that had sometimes. friends in the friends in the court who ended up telling me what that case was about. <laughs> you can't,
2: I mean, in that instance, you were right. I but was I mean, right. you can't like stereotype like oh, no. somebody oh, yeah. walking oh, yeah. in and you're oh, no. like, I guilty. Have you have Don't even need to hear anything. I have a <laughs> sixth
0: sense of if somebody is guilty or not. Evidence. I can't guilty. believe
2: you're you're admitting all of this stuff right before you are about to be a part of somebody's jury. Well, or here's the he? here's
0: why I'm upset. I just got another jury summons. Uh-huh. And I can't go. Oh, why? Well, I want to go. Uh-huh. I do. Yeah. Like I 100% like I don't want to get Hang on jury on, look, duty look, look. because one I get I think I get to miss the show. I think I don't have okay. to come in and do the show. So you you want to miss the show. Not really, but, but... I want to do my I want to do my civic duty as an American. You just want to put somebody in jail. And also <laughs> sleep a little later in and put somebody in jail.
2: What happens if you get what denied again?
0: I don't think I can handle that kind of rejection, Audrey.
2: <laughs> I don't think so either. I don't think it's good for your ego. Maybe you should just, just this one out.
0: sitting at home by himself in his suit. Guilty! Guilty! He's killed me. That's around. Well, it's about, about time. time.
1: Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. And Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. <laughs> com.